listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Are you ready? It's the G Talk Show with G Mama, Josh, and Tony. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. This week's show is brought to you by Extreme Terrain, leaders in 1987 to 2018 Wrangler parts and accessories. Stay tuned to later in this episode to hear more about how you can win any lift kit from Extreme Terrain with their lifted and loaded giveaway. Wow, that's pretty cool. Hey, got a Jeep, want a Jeep, never driven anything but a Jeep? Well, this show's for you. Josh, Tammy, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about Jeeps. Hey, Josh, are you excited uh, for this week's big show? Oh, you know it, Tony. This is going to be an amazing one, especially for three of our lucky listeners. Tammy, should we let the cat out of the bag or should we make him wait a little longer? Uh, Josh, we've been teasing this for weeks, so they probably (laughs) already know that we're doing a huge giveaway tonight. Hey, and Tony, what else is happening tonight? Well, Tammy, as always, I'm glad you asked about that. So uh, on tonight's episode, we have Brandon Sturgis from BF Goodrich. Yes, the tire people. Uh, I don't know why they're doing such a dinky little podcast, but they are, and we appreciate it. Uh, We'll get into details for the Off-Road Motorsports Hall of Fame, and we'll find out uh, uh, when we uh, get to the official first look of the new Jeep pickup in This Week in Jeep. Tammy has a a wittery top five list for Wrangler Talk, and Nikki G calls in and says hi, among uh, other sort of things. That's kind of a general catch-all Nikki G, I think. (laughs) And yes, we will give you all the details about how you can get in on the biggest giveaway this show has ever done to date. I'm I'm hopeful there's going to be bigger ones, guys. Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. And This Week in Jeep is brought to you by Amazon.com. Looking for a way to support the show? I bet you are. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. A small fraction from anything you purchase using that link will go towards helping out the Jeep Talk Show. If you like what you hear or have gotten any benefit from what we do here, well, then please consider giving back. And thanks in advance. Well, it's the 2018 Off-Road Motorsports Hall of Fame. And in the words of the famous Bud Feldkamp, Off-Road Motorsports Hall of Fame inductee and board member and chairman of the Glen Helen Raceway, The world wants to recognize the people in the sport of off-road who have truly made an impact over the past year. The Impact Award nominees are on track to becoming inductees one day, and each year we will continue to recognize the up-and-coming generations as they continue to help grow our industry. This is a pretty big deal, and if you haven't guessed what I'm talking about yet, it's time to induct a few new members into the Off-Road Hall of Fame. No, it's not us. As if, <laughs> even though the Jeep Talk Show is a world-renowned uh, you know, show, and we, we aren't quite at the Hall of Fame caliber quite yet. Now, every year, one person from each of six categories will be inducted, from desert racing to short course rock sports, motocross, ATV and UTV racing too. And they've even got a category for industry professionals, as well as one for off-road advocates, such as friend of the show and recent interviewee Charlene Bauer, who is one of the nominees this year, in fact. If you would like to watch History in the Making, the winners will be announced live October 29th, 2018. That is this weekend as we record the show at the Induction and Awards Ceremony in Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll have the link to watch or to get more information about that in the show notes for this episode. 
Wow, interesting stuff. Um, and uh, it uh, looks sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun. Well, and the fact that uh, somebody here that has been in contact with you know members of the show on a somewhat regular basis we've had on the show is an inductee into this Hall of Fame. I think I think that's pretty cool, or nominee, I should say, and not not inducted <laughs> right. quite yet. She got I all mean, excited. Wishful thing, I know, right? right? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, unofficial announcement. Know. This is so sudden. She pulls out the she, the piece of paper so she didn't have time to write. You know the acceptance yeah, right. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a Steve Harvey over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know, it's it's interesting uh, that you mentioned uh, people that we've interviewed, and I, I do a little uh, back uh, patting of the back here uh, of myself and uh, and you guys. Uh, but uh, you know, we were we were trying to get signed up for SEMA this year, and uh, I never did get a, a thing back as far as that we had been uh, accepted in for media. And then I saw uh, an email. It was the <gasps> yeah heard all around the world. <laughs> I saw I saw an so, email a few days ago about telling me where we could pick up our badges, <laughs> and I was like, what? That's so awesome. So I was looking at some of the SEMA. Yeah, I think I was looking at some of the SEMA emails that they had been sending out to see if I could find where you know I actually got the email saying we had been uh, approved to 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 be there, and uh, I I noticed that there was uh, they had this long list of uh, people that were going to companies that were going to be at the show, and very top of the list, best top. And then there was another another company we had interviewed, another company we had interviewed, and I can't thank uh, the companies enough for you know taking the time making time to talk to us i mean i, I always joke about it we're just this little dinky podcast and and little dinky. and people are you <laughs> well, need to give us more credit but still yeah. you know with companies like like the one we're uh, interviewing tonight bf goodrich I'm mean, absolutely wonderful that they make time for the little guy, and uh, I think. Uh, well, um, okay, we're we're definitely a little guy compared to a giant world conglomerate like BF Goodrich Tires. I mean, come on, you know, right. mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're world renowned, we're known around the world, but not as much as BF Goodrich. Come on, exactly. That's you know, that's apples to oranges but, right there. But we're, it's, we're it's wonderful that those companies make time for us, and that's what I'm trying to get across. And it's it's wonderful that SEMA approved us to go. I, I just wish we could have gone this year. Maybe next year, though. For those who don't know, SEMA, S-E-M-A, Specialty Equipment Manufacturers Association, is basically uh, the big show where pretty much anybody who makes anything special for uh, any industry will come out and debut their newest, coolest gadget, toy, whatever, and there's typically a ton oh, of God. really badass vehicles that are that are showcased as well uh, with just some of the most insane modifications you have ever seen. It is definitely a gearhead's haven yeah. uh for that goes on for like a week so um yeah it's, it's definitely something very very special if you're if you're into motorsports especially so you know we'll we'll go next year and uh i'll 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 uh spend the dime to to rent the room and you guys can come be visitors of the room and uh just for safety's sake we'll we'll sleep head toe head toe oh geez. tony it smells like shaming <laughs> oh, what have you been doing <laughs> Well, the Jeep pickup has been spied ahead of its debut, and uh, we actually got a, a recent video spying uh, versus the, some of the pictures that we've recently been getting or we have been getting in the past. A camouflage-wrapped 2020 Jeep Scrambler pickup was officially spotted Tuesday morning on westbound I-94 northeast of Detroit. The Scrambler name is not official yet, but industry insiders expect it to be called the Scrambler when it rolls out of the Toledo plant that also builds the Wrangler. Now, Jeep, if you remember, sold a pickup called the Scrambler back in the 1980s. It was based on the CJ7 platform, which most people associate as a Wrangler. 
Now, auto industry spies have been obsessed lately with capturing images of the new pickup prototypes ahead of its launch, which most of us know, believe at least, most of it in the know, uh, believe are likely very close to what the finished product is going to look like. Uh, right now, we haven't had any real official you know, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to look like, all that sort of stuff. Sales are expected to begin in spring of 2019, and FCA reportedly hopes to sell about 100,000 units of these things in the first year. Now, here's some interesting news. They have, there have been some rumors floating around that FCA is also considering a Ram-branded midsize pickup based on the Scrambler. But, of course, we have no confirmation of this. There's definitely a market for an off-road-ready small Jeep-sized pickup, you know. I mean, we've been screaming for one for years. But it's less clear how eagerly Ram buyers would welcome a Scrambler Lite with less backcountry tech than the Jeep has. Now, it's expected to debut at the Los Angeles Auto Show, which opens its doors to the press on November 28th. But Jeep has been very, very tight-lipped about whether or not we can expect our first official look at the new pickup at this year's LA Auto Show. Now, we here at the Jeep Talk Show haven't received any word one way or another yet, but my research says all signs point towards the 2019 Jeep Scrambler being officially unveiled and in LA next month. Now, for instance, if you guys cast your mind back to last year, well, then you may remember Jeep lifted the wraps off of the all-new Wrangler at the 2017 LA Auto Show. So it would be quite fitting for its pickup truck counterpart to debut at the same venue exactly one year later. What do you guys think? I think we need to find another person that works at the uh, Toledo plant since we burned the bridge with the Royal, <clears throat> and, you know, with the the JL, and get Tammy over there to take some spy photos of the uh, oh, the, yeah. the, of the Scrambler. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe well, she November could, twenty. Maybe we November could talk them into is calling right it, around the corner. Maybe we could uh, talk them into calling it the Tambler instead of oh, the Scrambler. Well, November 28th is right around the corner. We aren't going to have to wait long if we are going to be getting uh, the official look at during the uh, International LA Auto Show, uh, which which should be pretty cool if, if we do. Uh, they, they usually make a big to-do about it, uh, quite a production, you know, with the unveiling and stuff. So, And I would imagine that uh, our, our man Mike Manley is going to be there as well. Hopefully, uh, we will see him next to the all-new Jeep pickup. So, um I don't think they're going to have a problem hitting the hundred thousand mark, depending on the no. price. Depending on the price, of course. But based on what you've we've, you've told us here on this week in Jeep, it sounds like they're not pricing this to the stratosphere. Uh, uh, that they're making it no. a reasonable price. Yeah, it's from everything that I've read so far, and a lot of the speculation, which really all it is at this point, as far as price goes, is it's going to be very competitively priced with um, you know everything that's going to be happening uh, here in the next year or two. As far as other people, I know uh, Ford uh, is going to be releasing a new Ranger that's supposed to be uh, which a direct competitor with Jeep's pickup. Uh, and oh, I know that, um, oh, I know, I know, I know. Uh, and you know, Chevy has a new Colorado. There, there's uh, Toyota's got their new new line. So it, it's all sort of fitting that this happens right here and right now uh, with, with you know, Jeep st uh, stepping onto the scene. So I, I think everything is pointing to we're going to be seeing this thing here in the, in the next few weeks. Well, it's going to be fun, and uh, and I, I just hope there's not a lot of uh, fires to go along with it. Hey, did you see the the pictures of the 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 scramblers out on? I think it was the Rubicon Trail, and mm -hmm. they had like three of them uh, in a, a nice uh, a nice line going over the rocks and stuff. 
I did not see that one. So this That's is why cool. you got to get on social media. I mean, there was yeah, video. I, I, of it. I, I, it's Photoshop. I don't know. No, no, this was video. So it was video shop. It was it was fun to see. And they, of course, they had them all camouflaged or burkered out, so you oh, couldn't burk it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you couldn't, you know, you couldn't see the the details of them. But and I thought it was just one, and I started watching it. Nope, here comes three of them right behind one another i mean can you spot me i can't see through the blanket on the windshield <laughs> can you imagine it was um Sorry. torque masters is um a, a woman-owned company here i know the lady who owns it her and her husband were out there and they spotted it ah but could, could you imagine, Bob? I'm sorry, you pulled the the short straw. You need to take these three scramblers out <laughs> to the Rubicon and do some trail testing. Oh man! Again? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if you guys have a news tip or you have a response to any one of our stories, well, be sure to let us know by phone or by email. Just head over to JeepTalkShow.com/slash/contact and find out how. And coming up later in the show, in just a little bit, you're going to have to hold your britches. Interview with Brandon Sturgis from BF Goodrich and a big announcement about a very big giveaway. Hey, and coming up in Tech Talk, Josh is going to give you more information that you wanted to know about your box. Wait, wait a minute. Did I read that right? Oh, it's your steering box. That's what it is. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. We sure would like for you guys to go check out the 4x4 Radio Network website. The next time you're online, just pop over to 4x4radionetwork.com. A little something there for everybody. If you're into off-road, we've got the 4x4 podcast. We have the Center Steer podcast. Trail Chasers podcast is there. And our newest member, the On the Trail podcast, putting up new shows all the time, folks. So be sure to check it out, 4x4radionetwork.com. Shut up and listen. Shut up. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut Man, up. Shut up, Shane. Hey. Shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G-Mama. Tony and Josh, you know, winter means different things for different Jeepers around the United States and around the world. But for Jeepers in the South, it means it's time to get topless. But for myself and everyone in the colder climates, it's a totally different experience. We have to deal with cold temperatures, snow, ice, sleet, slush, road salt, and that slushy mud mixture. That snowy weather is coming my way soon, and I think it's already arrived in some of the states north of me. Um, And that's going to mean it's time to get your Jeep ready, or you better hurry up because it's a little too late. so here are my top five must-have Jeep accessories to make your winter a little bit more bearable. Now, the first one is floor liners, and this is actually the first thing I ever bought for my Jeep. And I know there's a lot of Jeeps out there that no longer have carpet, but the floor liners are still a good idea, even if you've bedlined your Jeep. Because after a week's worth of tracking in this winter snow, it's going to make for a really nasty mess in your Jeep. And the liners slash floor mats help keep that slushy snow salt mess contained, and it makes for an easy cleanup. So having a really good set of floor liners helps maintain this mess. And you're going to want ones that are rubberized or molded plastic. I use the Rugged Ridge liners because they have deep grooves that are going to contain the mud and slush and water, and the tall slide sides are going to prevent things from overflowing into your carpet. And you're going to want to easily pull these liners out so you can clean them off when needed. And even 
if you're bedlined and or if you're not and you just don't have any carpet, you're still want going to want to get this stuff out because that road chemical salt is just not good for any sort of metal. The next item are, and I didn't know there was such a thing until last year, but um, winter wiper blades. And there are so many different kinds of wiper blades. And sometimes in the winter, you're going to use your wiper blades more than you would in the summer. And by the uh, side note here, you're going to want to keep your wiper fluid reservoir full um, during the winter time because you're probably going to be using these wiper blades a lot. Now, the winter wiper blades are built with a protective rubber boot that's going to help keep the snow and ice off the blade. And the winter wiper blades also use a high-grade rubber for superior performance in the wet winter weather. Now, I haven't found a brand that I like the best. So if anyone else out there has a winter wiper blade that they say, this is it, please send us an email or call the Jeep Talk Show and let us know what you suggest. The other item, number three, is a seat back storage. Now, in these winter states, the um, you're going to want to have a winter survival kit in your vehicle at all times. And the seat back storage panel, which you can add molly bags to, is the perfect place to store your winter survival kit stuff, like a flashlight, matches, extra hats and gloves, and um, heat warmers, your ice scraper. It's a perfect place for easy access storage to all these items. And it keeps them all in one little area. Now, the fourth item is a knit hat. And I personally like my black Jeep knit hat. Um, and there are so many different kinds of Jeep hats out there, but you're going to want to keep your head warm. And the point I'm making on this one also is, yeah, you should also always have a hat in the wintertime. But when you're in your Jeep off-roading or you're helping people recover in the snow, you're going to want to have extra hats, extra gloves, and extra socks because you're and you're going to get wet and your outerwear is going to get wet and you're going to want to take all that wet stuff off and put dry stuff on if you're going to be out off-roading because you don't want to get cold. So extra hat, socks, gloves is a must. Now the fifth item, when I was doing my research for this, I came across this, which I had no idea this even existed as well. And it's called a hard top insulation kit. And it looks like a super great idea if you have a hard top, which I don't, so I won't be able to test it out. So think of this as a sweater for your Jeep Wrangler hardtop. And it's designed to retain heat inside your Jeep cabin or in the summertime you can stay cooler. And it's also supposed to help reduce road noise and provide better auto audio quality in your Jeep. Now, like I said, I don't have a hardtop, so I don't I can't say one way or another if this works good, but it sounds like it would because a lot of Jeep um, aftermarket product companies are selling these. So if anybody out there, if you have this in your Jeep, give us a call and let us know what kit you use and if it really works, does it retain heat? Does it keep things quiet while you're um, out there on the roads? So those were my top five must-have 
winter accessories for your Jeep Wrangler. You can also find them, this list on my blog, or you can go over to my YouTube channel and I have a whole video on it and you can see all these different items. You know, Tammy, uh, I can do you one better for insulating your uh, your hard top. Uh, they make the they sell this kind of uh, expanding foam that you can use to spray into oh, cracks no. and crevices. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and if you're worried about how it looks, you know, a, a nice sharp knife and a, a a can of red paint will make it uh, look a fancy. <laughs> my, no, I, my I actually have a. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually I, have a little bit of experience with these uh, with these installation kits. Uh, they, they do work pretty good, providing that you follow the installation procedures exactly. Oh, uh, there's always a catch. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, if you skimp on your prep, if you're not, if you if you kind of cut some corners or kind of rush through it, uh, then chances are you're going to end up with you know something that's sagging in the corner or that you have some issues with uh, later on down the road. Um, but uh, but yes, they they do amazing. Uh, for for the the overall sound, just the driving down the road, the road noise and stuff like that. So yeah, it makes your music sound better. It reduces road noise and uh, just you know helping uh, reduce some of those temperature swings is just a bonus, I think. Well, that's good to hear because I you know I had never heard of such a thing before. So anyway, those were my top five. If you have other items that you think may be a good idea, let us know. Coming up later in the show, once again, we're going to hear from Nikki G. I don't think he ever takes a day off. Hey, it's Gretchen with Route 16 Off-Road. I just wanted to remind everyone of the awesome raffle we're holding online right now. Up for grabs are a Factor 55 Ultra Hook and an Overland Camping Jeep Collapsible Fire Pit with the Route 16 logo. Entries close November 1st at 1 a.m., so get your tickets while you still can. Also, don't forget that part of the proceeds are going to a Hurricane Florence responder. You can find the raffle link on our Facebook and Instagram pages at Route16. Grab your tickets and good luck. You got tech questions? Ah, oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. because I, I It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! Over the last several episodes, we've been focusing on steering systems found in most Jeeps on the road today, specifically components in the power steering system that could leak or fail. Now, last week, we talked about the pump, which is essentially the heart of a vehicle's hydraulic power steering, as it pumps the fluid through the system, much like the hearts do in our bodies. Now, the steering gearbox, however, does all the heavy lifting. When you turn the steering wheel, the steering gear transfers that motion to the vehicle's wheels, multiplying the effort you put in so that you don't have to do a lot of the work to turn the Jeep's wheels either off-road or on-road. Now, as you can imagine, a steering gearbox on its way out can cause a number of problems with the handling and safety of your Jeep. So today, we're going to go over some of the symptoms of a steering box that is failing on, on its way out and uh, what you can do about it. So last week we talked about the kinds of noises that could come from your pump and and these will be different as they are different mechanics at work here. Grinding or thumping noises can be caused by a faulting steering gear box. Now this is usually the result of worn components with too much room in between them and things are kind of knocking around. And you might occur a binding sensation. When components inside the gearbox are severely worn or damaged, it can cause it to bind even under normal operation. When this happens, it will be more difficult or even impossible to turn the steering wheel, and you'd hate for that to happen as you try and, you know, merge onto the freeway or steer into, well, hopefully not steer into oncoming traffic. Now, just the opposite can occur, too, as worn internal steering gear components can cause your Jeep steering to feel loose or have a dead spot in it. Now, if the Jeep is drifting or pulling, 
Well, that's a sign of, of worn or damaged steering gears, and, and they could cause a result in vehicles that drift or pull to one side. And binding within the gear can cause a pull as well, whereas drifting is often attributed to excessive internal free play. Bad tires and worn tie rod ends can also cause similar symptoms, but either way, it's important to get the issue checked out immediately for your safety and, of course, those around you. Now, if your power steering isn't working, well, that's definitely a red flag. In some cases, the internal damage to a steering box is so severe that the steering isn't working at all. If this is the case, well, obviously, then the Jeep is undrivable and re will require repair. Now, if there are, if there's a fluid leak or if there's a, if there's a good chance that you didn't catch it, well, then the computer just might. And a light on the instrument cluster will let you know that further attention is required, at least as far as your fluid level goes. Now, although most Jeeps on the road right now have some sort of form of OBD2 or CAN system on them, basically a computer that monitors all of the Jeep's functions, some Jeeps like the YJ Wranglers and the CJs, they, they don't. So this is where we come into the most common sign of something that is wrong with your steering gearbox, and that is, well, you see a fluid leak. A hydraulically assisted steering gear can leak from several locations, such as the end seals, hose connection points, or the shaft seal itself. These leaks can also cause the power steering pump to whine from loss of fluid or from air getting into the system and aerating the fluid. If not attended to, a leaky power steering system can cause extensive damage to the power steering system or worse, cause a crash. So a tiny bit of preventative maintenance goes a very long way. Do regular visual inspections, regular flushes when needed, and should a problem arise, then that's when you have some choices to make. But this is the perfect time to remember a very important critical piece of advice. Jeeps never, ever break. They just give us opportunities for upgrades. But seriously, let's look at your options here. If you can't so much as change your own oil, well, then this isn't going to be a project you can tackle, and a trip to the repair shop is definitely in your future. This is, however, a slightly more complicated job than changing your oil and may require special tools like a pitman arm pull, a puller or an air hammer and pickle fork. Not to mention, if you've never done a gearbox swap before, then it can be a lengthy procedure depending on your Jeep and your skill set and tools and all that sort of stuff. Okay, so if you've made the choice to do it yourself, then there's really only two ways to go. OEM replacement or choose from multiple levels of upgrades. If ultimately, it ultimately comes down to your budget and, and what you do with your Jeep, really. If you do more than snowboarding and hunting, then an OE replacement might not be the best option for you. If an upgrade to your power steering is on your radar, well, then let's go over some of the options out there. Getting a good quality replacement gearbox is, of course, what we're all after, and there are a few options out there. For the XJ, TJ, and YJ crowd, there's a popular bolt-in upgrade using a gearbox out of a V8 Dodge Durango, or I've even heard of some of the old Wagoneer boxes being used because they have a 4-bolt versus a 3-bolt mount. There is, of course, a leader in power steering upgrades, and that's PSC Motorsports. They have systems ranging from mild to extreme and pretty much everything in between. They've been upgrading Jeep steering systems for many, many years, and a lot of race guys use them too. But let your own research point you in the direction that you want to go. Want hydraulic assist? No problem. Many boxes can be tapped to accept common size hose fittings or AN fittings depending on the place that you're working with. Now, obviously, PSC has this and more, but if the price has you wanting another option, well, be sure to be sure to check out the guys at Redhead Steering Gears. Now, these guys come, they, they put some serious pride into their quality products and have tap replacement boxes ready to go for most Jeeps in the sub $300 range. So be sure to look them up. And regardless of the route you go, there are a number of considerations to look at as well. Does your steering system need other upgrades? Will the pump you have be enough for a larger box? 
Will the stock Pittman arm still work? Is it time to look at redesigning the whole steering system altogether? Maybe go with a one-ton over-the-knuckle system and get the linkage to match the strength of that new box. You know, while you're in there and all. <laughs> you know, Andy, uh, over at uh, Iron Man uh, Fab 4x4 MOUSC, I never can keep it right. Uh, Ironman4x4fab.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I'm glad you're here. They saved me on that. Uh, they have some wonderful steering upgrades, and including yeah. a, a like a one-ton. I don't know that they call it a one-ton, but uh, over-the-knuckle setup uh, for uh, uh, XJs. And I just drool every time Andy posts something up there about that. Josh, I don't know if you know about this. Tammy, I don't know if you know about it or not, because uh, Andy really, uh, uh, and God bless him for it, uh, really does a lot of stuff for the uh, the Cherokee crowd. Um, he uh, recently had to have back surgery because he cracked a, a vertebrae in his back. Oh, had, no, I didn't know that. Had, Man. A, had a droopy foot. Uh, so it was it was a severe yep. situation. And uh, he uh, he's kind of been out of it. He, fortunately, he has a team that uh, works uh, for him now. And the, the team has been keeping up with all the orders. Uh, if, you, if you guys uh, have a Cherokee or a TJ... Um, and, and look, there may have some, uh, some JK stuff there. I just don't look at it since I don't have a JK. Uh, but, but check out, uh, that, that website. Andy has some amazing beefy stuff. I love that stuff. And I wish I had known about him when I was doing my lift kit, cause I would have bought some, uh, some leaf springs, some coils and put everything else uh, from him on my Cherokee. Cause that's the way I have it now. I would have just saved myself a lot of time. I wouldn't have bent my track bar <laughs> when I went off road. One of the rare times, uh, because, uh, and I have one of his track bars on there now. So, uh, go over there and help support Andy, uh, cause he helped support, uh, the XJ community. Yeah, uh, Ironman4x4fab.com. That's the website you want to go to, all one word. Um, and they do have stuff there for pretty much every Jeep. I don't think they're working on the JL stuff quite yet. They do have some JK steering stuff as well. Uh, but, you know, Tony was right. They do have a ton of stuff for all of the Cherokees, for the all of the Grand Cherokees. I mean, even the WJs and beyond. Um, and even uh, the old MJs uh, and stuff as well. Uh, TJs, the Wranglers are not excluded. He's got a ton of Wrangler stuff there as well. So go check them out. Ironman4x4fab.com. Hey, anything that you guys would like to add? Well, if you have, maybe you have a question for Tech Talk, just jump over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and send us a message. Who knows, your question might just end up here on the show. Are you tired of all that noise from those other shows? I think you have to keep that rig at the moment. Now you can relax to the pleasing tones of the Jeep Talk Show every week. Unless you got Dana 60s and 40s. Get the highest audio quality possible with each download. Now, you know, you can use them with them, with them super swampers. And if you're tired of all that other stuff. Uh, and a thing with a tank big old tires and a lighter. Then subscribe to the highest quality podcast on the web. The Jeep Talk Show. Available on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher Radio, and more. You guys are getting to give me a beer. Hey, do you have a stock Wrangler in need of a boost in elevation? How about a lifted Wrangler in need of a suspension update? Well, Extreme Terrain's latest giveaway, Lifted and Loaded, gives you the chance to win any lift kit for your YJ, TJ, JK, or JL Wrangler. You get to choose. The rules are simple. Enter every single day. That's right. Enter daily until November 30th of 2018. For the best chances to win, an Extreme Terrain will select a finalist at random with an announcement in early December. Just in time for Christmas, right? So, Tammy, Tony, which lift kit would you guys pick out if you won Extreme Terrain's lifted and loaded giveaway? 
well, be sure to visit ExtremeTerrain.com or click the link that we're going to have in today's show notes so that you can enter and win for yourself. Hey, G Talk Show, this is the base. Skull Crushers crushing it at SEMA 2018. You are out, Utah Skull Crusher, crushing it at SEMA 2018. This is Tom Sumner, Skull Crushers, killing it at SEMA 2018, and some of the stuff they have is pretty sweet. So if you guys are going out to SEMA, look up Ben, Ben over at Skull Crushers at SEMA, and uh, it'd be great if you got a picture with him and maybe his uh, one of his offerings that he's going to have out there this year. From around the world... Or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. All right, kids, we got another interview tonight, and this is the big one. This is the one you guys have been waiting for for a while, not only because uh, it's a it's a great company and a great get for the Jeep Talk Show, but also, too, for uh, some, some great giveaways we're going to be doing tonight, but I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. We're going to be talking to Brandon Sturgis, uh, and he is the product category manager at BF Goodrich. He enjoys weekends in the park and wine out of a box when he's not working, of course. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> loves his Jeep, and especially since uh, he gets <laughs> such great discounts on BF BFG tires. Brandon, do you actually have a Jeep? I used to have a Jeep, All right. uh, but I no longer do have a Jeep. Well, oh, no. You, you, you I, should I, be taking out. I have a couple of good stories about my Jeep. <laughs> you should be what? taken out and shot. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he's what? been with uh, BF Goodrich for 17 years, and you can find out more about BF Goodrich by going to www.bfgoodrich.com. So why don't you have a Jeep anymore? I know. So I used to have, well, I had two XJs. Um, my, my, my last XJ was a 2000, 2000 XJ. It was in beautiful condition. I took really good care of it. Um, I, I was running an errand one day and a gentleman followed me into the FedEx store and said, I want to buy your Jeep. And I said, <laughs> oh, wow. it's, not for, it's not for sale, but let me show it to you anyway. And so I had to sell it to him. Was, was there a story to it? Like, uh, I don't know, a gun to your head or? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was just, you know, I, I, I've got a wife and two kids and my, and my family was growing and it was getting a little bit too small for, uh, for the kids in the back seat. And I, I didn't have any plans on selling it, but my goodness, the, 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 the money that he gave for me, I gave, gave, gave me for it. I, I couldn't turn down. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, and then, of course, and your wife was like, "Sell, sell, sell." <laughs> well, they made two point seven million of them, so it's not like you couldn't get another one, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, and depending on how much money you got for it, you could probably get three. <laughs> that, that is true. I probably could have gotten three running XJs. I think that's the thing that wow. cheeses uh, uh, the the Wrangler all, uh, owners off the most is the it has exactly the same drivetrain as the TJ. Uh, but it's it's got a longer wheelbase, which means it, it has a little more capability off-road than what the DJ is because uh, uh, up and over things, I believe. And uh, it's 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 just really cheap. You could get one for $1,000 and go out there and just wheel uh, circles around uh, Wranglers and, uh, or at least, at least uh, uh, hold the trail as well as they could. So, uh, and it's like, oh, a cheap Jeep and rah, 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 rah. that's all right. That's all right. I, you know, I'll take my money and spend it on, on, on modifications and upgrades. That's right. And, and XJs are really easy to find in junkyards. So it's plenty of parts galore. Yeah, very true. So, uh, your, your 2000, I'm assuming you, uh, you didn't, did you have the ABS? Did you have the Dana 35 or the Chrysler eight and a quarter? 
I had ABS and I had the Dana 35. Oh, that, that was a good reason to sell it right there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. But yeah, uh, they're easily swapped out. Like you say, you could have got one at a, at a junkyard. So anyway, uh, enough about, if you can't tell, I'm an XJ owner. We actually have uh, two XJs. I've got a, a 98 that I bought new, uh, and we got the, the, the XJ because uh, we had uh, two young girls at the time, and it just seemed more practical to get a four-door than a, a two-door TJ. But I actually went there to get a TJ. It was going to be my first Jeep. And uh, we've had this uh, this XJ uh, uh, for 20 years now. So uh, it's my daily driver. So uh, we have a, a 98, a 99, and then we have the uh, the two TJs, a 03 and a 01. So uh, we are definitely a Jeep family here. So, Brandon, I was just recently at a Ladies Off-Road Network training with Charlene Bauer, and she was explaining to us ladies about tires and something that I found interesting, and I think I remember it correctly, because um, she was explaining about the BF Goodrich tires, and she was talking about how um, the sidewalls are just super great and strong and tough. And I mean, she used better words than I did. Can you explain? I mean, is it my understanding that that's one of BF Goodrich's um, main things about their tires, the main good things about their tires? Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. I, I'm, Charlene's great, isn't she? She's uh, she's yeah. a really good instructor, really good, uh, really good brand ambassador that we have. And and yeah, and I learned she's, so much about tires from her. It was amazing. Yeah, she's super. Uh, she's super. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, when we when we launched the the All Terrain Ko two back in 2014, one of the things that we did before we launched that tire was to was to go out and study and, and talk to people in the market and ask them what they liked and what they did not like about the previous generation, the all-terrain TAKO. And one of the big feedbacks that we got was um, that the sidewalls were not tough enough. They really liked a, a lot of aspects about the tire, but they really wanted the customers, the, the people who were off-roading, really wanted tougher sidewalls. So one of the things that we did was we actually created a sidewall torture test machine at our at our proving grounds to simulate the sidewall damage that happens when you off-road so huh. what we did what, yeah it was it's actually it's a pretty cool story we sent right a couple a couple engineers to um to a couple different off-road events and they just sat there and watched and they watched uh how tires went over obstacles how um they would they would catch on tree roots it would catch on rocks and uh and they took that back and and designed a test machine to simulate what what you see in the field and so we use that machine to figure out how do we make the sidewalls tougher um there are certain tire companies that like to talk about things that they put in the sidewall to to make the tires tougher but one of the things that we learned from that machine is that the rubber compound itself on the sidewall makes a makes a really big difference for for your sidewall strength, mm -hmm. um, and so the rubber that we use in the KO2 and in now in in the new KM3 is the same sidewall rubber we use in our Baja TA race tires. Interesting. So yeah, so it's it's not the it's it's not what you put in the tire. It's the it's the the composition of the actual rubber is that what you're is that what I yes so you know the uh, the the ko2 and the and the and the new km3 um a, a lot of people talk about 
how many plies. So, right. um, you know, both of those tires have have three plies in them. And of course, the more plies you have, the the, the tougher the sidewall is going to be. Um, but it's not just those plies. It's it's the rubber that is uh, it's the sidewall rubber is really what we've learned that the composition on the of that rubber really makes a big difference on your sidewall strength. Because what happens is when you drive over an obstacle, um, that that rubber wants to grab onto that to that obstacle. And what ends mm -hmm. up happening is when you watch it in slow motion, we have high speed cameras that that really watch this interaction between the uh, the obstacle and the tire. It really wants to grab onto the rubber and tear. And so when we test our tires, our old tires, our new tires, competitive tires, you know, when, when it, what really starts to happen is when you, when that tear starts on the outside part of the sidewall, um, the, 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 the better rubber you have and the more of that better rubber, it's, uh, it, it keeps the sidewall from, from starting that tear. And mm -hmm. if you can keep that sidewall from tearing, or if you can keep that rubber from tearing, then, uh, that, that makes, uh, that makes the sidewall a lot stronger. So uh, I saw a post, and this was kind of uh, it was kind of great that this happened uh, right before our interview. Uh, but I saw a post from uh, from Dan Cole. Uh, he's uh, uh, the uh, the main guy at the Four by Four podcast uh, and part of the Four by Four Radio Network, which uh, we're a part of. Uh, and uh, he he posted up on Instagram that he had to go get three new uh, Ko twos because he's had multiple sidewall failures. And I think one of the things he said, uh, and I haven't I haven't spoken with him about it, so uh, he he actually asked some questions in his uh, Instagram post. Uh, was I driving too hard? Did I air down too far? Uh, victim of stupid twenty uh, inch uh, wheels uh, or BFG? No good. Uh, <laughs> have you guys had? I mean that that's like uh, uh, <laughs> Satanism to me when you say BFG no good because I love BFGs, but. Uh, have you guys, you were just talking about increasing the sidewall uh, um, uh, longevity in the KO2s, but uh, here, <clears throat> here, Dan, uh, a guy I know and trust, has had um, issues with multiple KO2s. Was it the was it the KO2 or was it the KM2? I think uh, before we started the interview, I misspoke. I've actually looked it up, uh, looked up the post, and it is the KO2s. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, I've, 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 talk to a lot of people that have had sidewall failures and it's, you know, it's there, the tires are not quote unquote bulletproof, right? I mean, we, we did make them stronger than the, than the previous generation, but, um, you know, depending on what obstacle you hit, how low your air pressure is, you know, how, how aggressive you're going over the obstacle there, you know, the, the there is a still the possibility of, of ripping the sidewall open. I, oh, of course. I, I, it's it, it it could happen um but it sounds like with his application and what he's doing he probably needs to step up and um and move to the km3 which the sidewall of the km3 is even stronger and tougher than the ko2 gotcha well that i i, I, don't, I don't see it here but i think this is on mama's car so or, or, or mama's <laughs> truck i should say not his because he has an xj as well uh, so I, I think that they're just uh, they may be doing some some moderate off road stuff like uh, when they go uh, uh, camping and, and whatnot. But I don't believe he's you know taking it out on the trail. But I'll find out more information. But I'll I'll let him know that the the KM three might be a better choice for him. Now does 
um, the wheel size matter? You know, is one going to be better than the other? So it, it depends on, uh, it depends on what you're looking for, for, for off-roading, the, the smaller the wheel, the better, the more of the sidewall that you can get, the, right. the better. Um, because when you're aired down, that does allow the tire to work a lot, uh, a lot easier for wrapping around objects. And it's, it's just, it's, it's better for rock crawling and, uh, and off-roading if you have, um, let's say a 35 or a 37 on a 17 inch wheel. When you okay. go to uh, an 18 or a 20, um, it's 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 just uh, it's it's not as good uh, during those low pressure, those air down situations. But the larger rim sizes, um, and I know it's not typically a um, something that a, a, a Jeep owner is really looking for, but as you go up in wheel size, it does help with with handling and on road handling. Right, right. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. I mean, to me, if you're going to drive an off-road vehicle, you shouldn't be worried about how uh, smooth the ride is, and you also don't want to worry about uh, uh, keeping up with the kids and having the uh, the rubber rubber band tires. <laughs> I'll you know I'll, right. with a and you probably realize this from your XJ days. Uh, wheel sizes are 15 inch on on the XJs, and that means you have a a lot of room for a rubber and a lot of room for that gripping action when you air down. So I'm actually kind of surprised to see people uh, going to 16, 17 inch wheels. Although I believe that's uh, the stock. What is it? The 17 is the stock that comes with the uh, the JKs, Tammy. Um, I don't remember if mine was 17 stock, but mine are 17 now. Okay. That I've yeah. um since I've upgraded. Yeah, the JK, the JK Rubicon came with 17s. Yeah, and okay. I know if you got a Sahara, it came with 18s. Well, she's had both. Okay. Uh, yeah. She got a Sahara and then decided that she wanted to go off-road and got a Rubicon. God bless her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the bug bit me big time. So uh, the, uh, the KO2s, when did they come out? So the KO2 launched in 2014. How long do you guys go with uh, with tires before you uh, come up with a new model? Is there a, a certain uh, time frame, or do you you guys change them out just whenever uh, you see a weakness and you're trying to make an improvement? It's a little bit of both. Um, we uh, the tires in general, I would say, not just just the Ko2, but um, if you look at if you look at our whole portfolio, we try to turn it anywhere from eight to nine years. Um, that's kind of a that's kind of a general plan, but um, if something comes up where where uh, we need to make an improvement or we see a change that we want to want to introduce, we may do it sooner. Um, if we see that uh, that the tire is working well and people are happy with with what they're getting, then we may may take it a little bit longer. But but eight to nine years is about is about the life cycle of a tire. So you, you keep mentioning KO and KM. Sorry, I'm going back to my newbie status here. But what are, does KO stand for? Something or is that just the name that you gave a specific tire? Yeah. So uh, um, the the K in uh, in our naming structure has been around for a for a really long time. Um, really, the so the the KO two the full name of that that tire is the All Terrain TA KO two. Um, and, and what that, what that K stands for is, uh, the key attribute or the key feature. And so mm -hmm. K stands for, stands for the key feature. 
And okay. then O is uh is is off road. Off road. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then and for then- and then for the mud terrain TA KM three, um, it's again K for key feature, and then M for mud. Learn okay. something new every day. So the the KMs <laughs> I remember because my first set of tires on my my Jeep after I lifted it were the KMs or and people will refer to it as KM ones, which I don't think they were ever ever called that. But yeah, it was just KM. Yeah. So there was AT available and MT available, and I went with MT. So what you're telling me sounds different than what it used to be, or I'm misinformed. Oh, no, no. I, I, back th- back then, we've um, you know we we've we've always called our called those two two lines of tires either all terrain or mud terrain, um, and then we didn't really start that that K nomenclature until oh man that that kind of uh, that kind of predates my time, so I can't remember exactly when that started, but. But you can kind of think of that that K nomenclature just like um, just like with with Jeep when they use XJ or TJ or mm-hmm. right. or uh, or YJ. Um, it's kind of like their chassis code, right? That's uh, it's it's almost like our tire quote unquote chassis code. Right. So if somebody was going to get a KM three, they're getting a mud terrain. There is no all terrain KM three. That's right. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm glad you asked that, Tammy. And. Uh, you made your you made your uh, salary for this week uh, asking oh, those good. asking yeah. that question. <laughs> and it's funny that we we have a few other tires too that have that that K nomenclature. We have um, the the BF Gurdjieff Crawler TA. The Crawler is very very famous in the in the off road rock crawling com- oh, yeah. community, mm-hmm. and it's the Crawler TA KX. So it's a uh, key feature extreme. And then in our race for our race tires, we have the Baja TA KR2 and the Baja TA KR3, and the so it's key feature race. Yep, makes sense. Uh, so I guess you guys are really popular uh, out at King of the Hammers as well. Do you guys actually send engineers out there to to well officially watch and do a product? Uh, you know, <laughs> watch how the product's performing, but also to go out there and have a good time. Yeah, the we have a couple engineers that are our race tire designers, and they go out and they support King of the Hammers. Um, BFG is is really prominent in desert racing, so um, some of the some of the desert racing that you see in in uh, in Nevada and down in Mexico, we have engineers and a team of folks that go down there to to support the the racing. One real. One real cool thing that I really like to to tell people about is um, BF Goodrich is is all about the uh, all about the the guy who wants to go racing. And what we do is down in down in Baja, there are depending on the length of the race. You know, I'm talking about the Baja 1000 or the Baja 500. BF Goodrich actually takes semi trucks and sets up pits throughout the race course. And if you are a racer running on BF Goodrich tires, you have access to oh, each wow. and every one of those pits. And so you can store your gas there. Um, you can change <laughs> tires there. If you break apart, there's people that are staffed there that can weld and fab. And so ah, it's really goodness. great. Ac- really a great um, part of the, the race community is for us to, to support these, these pits. And they're called the BFG pits. That and is so great. If you're on BFG tires, you have access to to those pits, which I think is really cool. It is. It's very cool and uh, definitely uh, great brand loyalty. I'm sure. 
So uh, the uh, let me ask you the the KM2s. You know, I'm running on a set of KM2s right now on my XJ, and uh, you know how the the you see these people where they get a set of five brand new tires and they never rotate in the the spare. Well, <laughs> that's where I am. So I got like a brand new KM2 on the back of my Jeep, and I, and I'm test, just test. I'm just SOL out of getting any KM2s now, right? I'm uh, yeah KM2s. Well. Um so it's a good time to to talk about the fact that we're just launching the the Mud Terrain TA KM3. It just launched in 2018, so I am sure that there's still going to be a little bit of stock uh, floating Ooh. around of, of KM2s. So now would be the time to uh, to to do any change over to KM2s that you would like, because I'm sure that uh, that that stock's going to move over to the new KM3. Excellent. Well, I'm glad I asked that. I may have to go out and buy some tires. Uh, I have to uh, go uh, hit a do a bank heist first, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's a, that's I, I, we all know things go up in price as time goes on, but uh, the the price increase uh, has been predominantly driven by the price of oil. I mean, uh, back when oil really went up high, uh, and is am I correct in assuming that's what really raised the price on the tires? Yeah, raw materials have a have a huge effect on the on the on the cost it it, it takes for us to build the tires. Now on the KM3s, and and I'm only on 33s. I, I'd have to do a lot of modifications to my XJ to, to go something uh, larger than that, uh, including axle swaps. But uh, there are a lot of uh, people out there and listeners that are running the you know, heavier duty axles, and they really like the the large tires. The 37s are larger. So what sizes do the the KO2s and uh, the 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 KM3s come in? What's your largest sizes? So for the for the KO2, the largest size that we have right now is a 37, 12, 50, 17. And for the KM3, the brand new KM3, we have a 39, 13, 50, 17. That's the, that's the biggest size that we have. And the uh, do you see you guys are getting away from the 15-inch uh, uh, wheeled tires or uh, are you – I mean, do I need to start thinking about getting a, a 16 or a 17 inch wheel for my Jeep? No, absolutely not. We still, uh, we launched quite a few 15 inch sizes with the new KM3. Um, we, we see that the market is, is still there with those 15 inch sizes. The off-road community still loves 15s and, and, uh, and we're going to keep building them. Excellent. I love that. Now, I'm assuming that you don't just do Jeep tires you do oh god no for every <laughs> vehicle out there i'm guessing but jeep's correct? the only important one is right is well i know important to us <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's right yeah vehicle which doesn't just make uh the the ko2 and the km3 we make uh we make tires for for your everyday vehicle uh toyota camry uh uh honda crv um, and we also do have uh, uh, ultra high performance tires as well for uh, for your Mustang or Camaro. Now, do you have to know everything about every single one of these tires? <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, it, it would be enough just to know about the KOs and the KMs and the Jeep tires, but to know everything about all of them. So uh, fortunately, there's actually one other person that does the same exact job as as I do. And he uh-huh. handles the he handles the passenger car and the and the high performance tires. So so right. we kind of we kind of do a little split there in the middle where I take the uh, the CUV SUV and light truck tires, and he has he right. has everything else. Now, do you guys do the tires for the NASCAR cars? Are those is, or is that somebody totally different? 
that is somebody totally different. But we get that asked that question all the time. Right now, we're uh-huh. actually the we're actually the tire sponsor of Euro NASCAR. Oh, okay. Now, do you guys sponsor so, a NASCAR racer? Isn't there a BF Goodrich racer car? Or am no, I mistaken? The, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't have a we don't have a BF Goodrich sponsored sponsored oh, okay. race car. <laughs> it's just Frankie. Um, Charlene's car, then that's, what that's right. her, her Jeep. Yeah, yeah. We have, um, I believe the the fleet now is is five. We have five Jeep Wranglers that that make their way around the U.S. for for different different events. Um, BF Goodrich is is all about, like I said, just just like the um, just like the BFG pit support that you see down in uh, down in Baja. We really support a lot of local events, so. Um, BF Goodrich has a relationship with Jeep Jamboree, so you'll see BFG at a lot of uh, Jeep Jamboree events, um, and we send some of our Jeeps, uh, some of our Jeeps that are in our fleet, to those different events that happen around the U.S. That's very cool. So, do you get to go to these events? Occasionally, um, most of the time, my my job is to uh, to stay in the office and and make sure that our that our new sizes and our and our products are being launched on, on time and happening when they should but occasionally right. i get to go to some of the events my favorite one is um is easter jeep safari out in moab i oh, really yeah. like, uh, oh, yeah. like that event yeah yeah definitely so tell me uh tell me a cherokee uh, an xj that you guys uh, sponsor with uh, bfgs come on i gotta I give it <laughs> you know from an xj owner to an xj owner there's gotta be one <laughs> <laughs> He's looking. Tony's looking for a sponsorship. No, no, yeah, exactly. I just, I, no, I just, I, you know, I just want a little, little Cherokee love here. Both, uh, no, Josh, you sh- both you uh, Josh and my sponsor. my other my other co-host is uh, we're both Cherokee owners, so we're very very enthusiastic Cherokee owners. <laughs> you should sponsor his Jeep because then you would have to paint it green, Tony. <laughs> where, where do you get the green from? Is that the BFG color? I thought the BFG color is rubber black. <laughs> now, well, Charlene's Charlene's Jeep is green, and I I think green is the color, right? No, they um, oh, so all the yes. all the Jeeps all the Jeeps they did they just did different colors. We oh, have okay. a we have a green one, we have a blue one, we have a gray one, we have a pink one. Um, yeah, so they just did different colors, and they gave each one of the Jeeps uh, a name. Um, so it, it's it's kind of cool. Uh, come on, Brandon. You need to work on the XJ love out there. You need I to find know, some, right? uh, an XJ. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. Uh, I, I forget the gentleman's name. Uh, I don't know if he's been. Uh, we interviewed him uh, several years back, where he was actually uh, in King of the Hammers with his uh, with his Cherokee uh, and uh, a, a big member of uh, Naxja. And uh, I'm kind of surprised you guys aren't uh, doing something with him. Uh, Gutierrez, I, I want to say. Um, hmm. I can't remember the uh, the name. Hey, Josh, do you remember uh, that gentleman's name? Uh, Steve Gutier, Team Petty Cash Racing. Yeah, there you go. So uh, I, I really would have thought there would have been some uh, some sort of link up there. But, you know, XJs, they haven't made them in, uh, God, 18 years or, uh, or 17 years. So uh, the luster has uh, has worn off of uh, <laughs> trying to entice people to uh, uh, put tires on something that they, uh, they probably spent, spent less for than what the tires would cost. So, <laughs> so uh, let's let's get to the meat of this thing. Everybody's been waiting for this. We've been promoing uh, this this wonderful giveaway that you guys are are doing uh, for us. Uh, tell the folks what you guys are going to do for our listeners. So we got uh, we got three three sweet giveaways to uh, to give to three different lucky winners. Um, 
I would say the item number one is uh, is a BF Goodrich toolkit. Mm-hmm. Um, the the second giveaway is going to be a BF Goodrich backpack, which is very nice. That's actually the backpack that I use every day to carry my computer and all my essentials to and from work. And then the final grand prize giveaway is a set of five tires. Oh, wait, so, wait, wait, wait a minute. You said I got the tires. Remember? you Before, no, the, no, before no. the show, you said... <laughs> Is that is that what I said? I don't I don't uh-huh. remember that for some reason. <laughs> well, I think I said the interview can't go on until. <laughs> no, but this is absolutely wonderful. Now, now tell the people the sizes that are available because I figured you were going to be giving away some nice nice twenty six inch, twenty seven inch uh, tires, and, and you know the, <laughs> the, the cheap ones too. But this this isn't the case. Yeah, so I uh, uh, pulled a few strings and we were able to get um, get one lucky uh, listener. A set of five KO2s or five of the brand new KM3s in in any size that they choose except for the 39-inch. And unfortunately, I I, I couldn't pull enough strings to to get the 39s on the list. Um, It's just... uh, those have been those have been really really popular, and we we need to make sure that the people who already have have asked for those are going to get them. So right, essentially, it's any size that you want except for the thirty nines. So in the and that's the limit on the KM three, correct? That's right. Yeah. So the the largest KM three that's available is a thirty seven. That's right. Excellent. My God, this is huge. Just, you know, wonderful. And thank you so much for, for making that happen. I wasn't sure who uh, there in the team, because we were talking to several different people. I wasn't sure who did it, but I found out tonight it was Brandon that got those tires and the other goodies uh, for us to go give away. So here's what we're, what we're going to do, folks. Uh, we've recently had some folks uh, I- explain that they 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 can't get in on the the first call type thing on our voicemails because we've been what we've been doing is having the the first caller and uh, and the first caller that gives a, a whatever phrase it is that we've come up with uh, they win you know the prize if we had more than one then you know the first one the second one the third one uh, whatever we'd get those prizes we're gonna change this up a little bit and and I understand that this might move on into a uh, we may not have a winner this week. It may roll into next week, so you'll need to listen to next week's show to find out if there was a winner. But we want to give more people an opportunity to win, especially these these great BFG, the holy grail of, uh, of Jeep tires, at least in my mind. So uh, what we're going to do is right now, and I'm glad, Josh, I'm glad you're here because I'm going to get you to pick a number as well as uh, Tammy and uh, Brandon. I'm going to get you guys to pick a number between 1 and 20, and I'll explain the rest of it here in a second. So, uh, Brandon, you're giving away these gr- these great prizes. Let me let you pick uh, a number between 1 and 20 for the grand prize, the five BFG tires. I'm going to go with number six. All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, Tammy, let's, uh, you pick a number between one and 20. Don't make it six. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, this will be for the backpack, the, the second place prize. I'm going to say 15. All right. And Josh, you're going to be following up uh, with the, uh, the BFG toolkit. I'm going to go with the square root of 37. <laughs> oh, that's, you said one. You said one to twenty. Okay, one and carry 20. the two. Pull off my socks. Okay, I'm gonna go with lucky number thirteen. I need a, a zipper noise uh, for when you're counting. So what oh, we're gonna yeah. do? <laughs> so okay. what we're gonna do is we're gonna take the first. 20 callers enter our voicemail. Just go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to look up our voicemail number. Call that voicemail number. 
And if you're one of those numbers, you'll win that prize. Now, if we don't have 20 callers this week, we're just going to keep this <laughs> thing going. Yes. I know. <laughs> I know. But but still, you know, it's a possibility. So if, if we don't get 20 callers, then we're going to carry it on to next week. But that means that if you're listening to this thing, you know, on Saturday or Monday and you go, ah, I've missed out, maybe not. Because we're going to try to open this thing up to, to more winners. And that's really what we want to do. We want to get these uh, great company. The great companies are giving away these great prizes. Get it in the hands of uh, more of our listeners. So, Brandon, you know how the kids love the social media. Can uh, you, you bring us up to date? Maybe how the, they can reach out to you if they've got some technical questions, if you do that sort of thing on social media, or uh, uh, and how they can uh, find the website and get more information about these uh, KO2s or KM3s that they're, they're about to win? I really wish I could say that I'm so active on social media, but I have a Facebook account that I barely even use. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably getting work after done. my own heart. You're probably I getting work it. done. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, BF Goodrich is on is on Facebook, is on Twitter, is on Instagram, is on Snapchat. So BF Goodrich tires can be reached to uh, any of those social media channels if if anybody ever has a question about their tires or ever ever has a has a concern or a question about their tires they can call our customer service line at any time um, usually those uh, questions if they cannot be answered by our customer service representatives actually somehow end up back to me so um, it may be me in the background answering your question that you uh, that, that 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 you're talking to a customer service representative. So, so let me just let, let me just fill in here for what Brandon's saying. He's saying if you get customer service, don't even mess with them. Just say I want to talk to Brandon. Give me the give me the person <laughs> that knows what's going on. <laughs> you can do that. It's it's funny enough. I, I probably answer one or two Facebook questions a week. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. And, and and we I mean we have we have uh, we have a group of people that are that are monitoring our Facebook accounts and Twitter accounts all the time and we get a lot of interaction on those accounts. It's really surprising um, su- surprising for me. But occasionally there's a question that someone can't answer and uh, it, it somehow makes its way back to me via an email. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's it's also great that uh, you know Brandon was telling me before we started the interview that he's one of the young ones there. He's only been there 17 years. They've got people there that have been 30, 35 years. And that really says a lot about a company to me, uh, Brandon. I'm sure it does to you too. Uh, you, you get a good good sense of uh, uh, appreciation for being there and your knowledge and your uh, ability to to help out the customer and uh, boy, I just love that. Uh, I love that. I love that in a company. I, I've always loved the BFG tires. Uh, they last a really long time and they're they're great off road as well as on road. Uh, and uh, I'm just glad to hear that I made such a good choice in uh, where to spend my money uh, with uh, with the right company. Now, well, thank you. We we thank you. We appreciate your support for sure. Oh, absolutely. And uh, we certainly appreciate you being here on the show with us and uh, making these great uh, prizes available to us. So uh, obviously, we're going to have to have you on again really, really soon, especially if you guys are coming out with uh, some new tires or any new products that you guys would like to talk about. Love to have you back. Okay, thanks. Yeah, come invite me back anytime. Yeah, thanks a lot, Brandon. You're welcome, Tammy. Oh, and uh, just to make sure that you folks listen to the entire show, I haven't given you the phrase that we need on that voicemail line. Uh-oh. So... This is going to be necessary for for you, uh, one out of uh, or three out of twenty callers. You're going to need to say the phrase, and the phrase is "I love my BFGs." 
Simple enough, right? I love my BFGs. So you got to say that phrase and be one of those callers that we, uh, the numbers we pick. You know, I didn't write those numbers down. Do you guys remember the numbers? I mean, we've recorded it, so I can always go back. Yeah. Well, your number was 13, Josh, right? Right. Yeah, 6, 13, 15. 6 yep. for the tires, 13 for the toolkit, and 15 for the backpack. Excellent. Well, that's good. I'm glad you guys picked a couple of two-digit numbers. Brandon, thank you very much for being with us tonight, and uh, we hope to be in contact with you very, very soon. You're welcome. Thanks again. Now, I don't know if just saying thanks is going to be enough to show our appreciation for Brandon Sturgis coming on the show and hooking us up with this incredible, amazing giveaway of a bunch of BFG stuff, including a full set of BF Goodrich tires for one of our lucky listeners. You know, finding out that he is a XJ owner or a former XJ owner, and now it makes sense as the reason why he came up with such a great giveaway for us. It, it, it no, all fall, falls into place. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, you guys got to call into the show, got to call that voicemail number. You can find that at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. We have three numbers that we're going to be picking that and it corresponds to the, uh, you know, the order of the voicemails. Uh, and so that's six, 13 and the 15th callers out of, uh, out of 20, uh, or so, uh, and, uh, and they will get the corresponding prize packages, uh, accordingly. Uh, this is just an amazing contest. We're doing amazing giveaway. Uh, I just can't thank BF Goodrich enough for for hooking us up. Just uh, absolutely stunning that we can provide this level of stuff to our listeners. So, and hey, do you, so Josh, yeah, can Tony, you, can, in your DJ voice, can you can you give me the the, the remind the audience of the phrase that pays? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I forgot it. <laughs> oh. oh no, I can I can tell I, it. I wasn't going to oh, put no, you. Oh no, no, I, I know, I know, I remember, I remember. Right, okay. <laughs> I love my BFGs. <laughs> <laughs> you got that from the old underwear commercials i just know it <laughs> so so are we allowed to call in tony no no, oh, no of and, course and, and you know there's a there's another there's <laughs> another thing that we need to mention here only one call you can only call once i don't want some some uh <laughs> i was gonna say ass out some j-hole calling in 20 times it's only one time per call and yes I know your number. So when you call yeah, in, I see your number. Got the caller ID. Got and, the voice recognition software. <laughs> <laughs> so only one, you only have one opportunity, 20. We're going to take in the first 20 callers into our voicemail. And you don't know what number caller you are because I ain't going to tell you. Uh, and, uh, and if, if, if we, if this goes on till next week, so be it, we'll, uh, we'll continue uh, prom- promoting this until we have a winner for all three of the prizes. And I, uh, I, I, uh, I'm going to make a pr- early prediction right here, right now. If the show gets published at 9am, um, we're going to have a winner before 11. <laughs> uh, I don't really understand this, but we already have a call. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, my house may be bugged. <laughs> So well, I have three Nikki G, sisters. So. Maybe my sister. No, nah, not that. Is, Come on, oh, friends or family so of the Jeep Talk Show is not eligible. So do you do you yada, think yada, yada. do you think that if you got a new set of tires, you could not talk about it on the show for uh, years? Yeah, I know. I don't. I, don't, I no, couldn't. I would never do that. I would. I would have to be bragging. I got a new set of tires. I got a new set of tires. I got a new set of tires. So you know, you got to think about think this thing through, Tammy. You would have. You'd have to leave the show, and would it be I worth a set the of back, tires? I, w- I Josh the is doing pack. the show this week from the garage next to his brand new set of tires. <laughs> 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 I, I was. Ho- I was hoping for the backpack. 
uh, you know, all those all those prizes are great. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I wish we had talked more about the toolkit, but I'd like to see uh, more of what's in that toolkit. Right. And if, if you don't have a toolkit for off-road, you need one. Um, I got one. Sure. I actually got it, got it as a Christmas present, but it wasn't a BFG toolkit. I mean, how cool would that be to have the well, brand name BFG on there? I don't know if you guys are like me, but I don't like taking like my good garage tools oh, no. out on Absolutely. the trail, no. you know? Uh-uh. And, and so I like to have the throwaway tools that, you know, the set of wrenches that I don't care if I lose one over the side of the cliff or, you know, the socket set that I don't care if, you know, one rolls down the trail and I can't find it again, you know, that sort of stuff. It, you know, I don't take my good tools out on the trailer, you know, or out on the trail, out on the trail. You know, I have other sets that, you know, they're less you complete to. or, yeah. you know, they're smaller, more compact and whatnot. Now, I don't know imagine that this is a bfg you know roll away toolbox or anything i would imagine this would be a perfect toolkit for you know uh the the you know the the gear bag in the back of the jeep type of thing so yeah definitely uh you know purpose built and and don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure the bfg toolkit has the 10 millimeter socket already removed so you don't have to worry about losing it (laughs) tammy doesn't get it yes i Uh, do get it if i said 18 millimeter wrench then she would have gotten it. Yeah, no, I get the 10 millimeter. <laughs> I see well, those I know, memes all the time. I know it's going to be hard to top, but if you have an idea for a guest uh, that's not BF Goodrich, because we've already done that, obviously, <laughs> well, or maybe you work in the off-road industry, or maybe you know somebody who does work in the off-road industry, uh, perhaps you would like to be a guest on the Jeep Talk Show. As we say all the time, everybody has a Jeep story to tell. Absolutely. We'll just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and share your idea for our next great guest. You know, uh, with our such great luck and uh, uh, BF Goodrich uh, saying yes to uh, being on the show, uh, I, I feel energized. I might actually try to contact Mike Manley. Wouldn't it be great to actually get Mike Manley on here and we could just berate him about what the hell happened about the new Cherokee? Why did you let well, that it, happen? <laughs> you know that that now that you know Maxis can't say no, uh, you know oh, Goodyear that they, they can't say no. We we we've set the bar pretty high. You know BF Goodrich coming out strong, I'll so it's going to be real stars. hard to to top that. So we're gonna put the call out there to the other tire manufacturers and see what they can do. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Uh, I, I, you know. Uh, that would be what uh, four sets of five tires, you know, one for all the hosts and a lucky winner. Jeez, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, what's what brand of tires do you have on yours? You don't have BFGs on yours. No, um, I used to, um, right? I think that's yeah. The but I specifically told you to put stock. BFGs on your on your Jeep, no. and, and a, of course, you went against my wishes. Of course, I'm always going to go against your wishes just to be, that's what I do. Spite alone. <laughs> no, I have um, Wrangler Duratrax. Okay, well, Wrangler they're, makes good, good tires, yeah. yeah. They're supposed to be super good in the snow. Oh, which, <laughs> which she's not, they're, not, wait, they're not getting any snow this year. I already, I already told her about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's been a wet, it's, wet It's um, Murphy's summer, Law. So. It's, it's Murphy's Law. She got them for snow, no snow. Yeah, two years now, no snow. And guys, we're going to try it again. Uh, You may not realize this, but we had an interview with Ryan Huck from Extreme Terrain uh, a few months ago. It was a great Great interview. It was the best interview, with the exception of the BF Goodrich uh, interview. It was the best interview we had ever done that I didn't record. (laughs) Had some technical difficulties. It was me not pressing the the button. I will take full ownership. I didn't (laughs) press. Well, I pressed the button. I didn't check to make sure that it was actually recording. But I did press that button, damn it. I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Sure, you I did. I think Tony. Ryan uh, believes otherwise. Yeah. But, I can't. Uh, but you know, I get the I get the feeling Frank says, "No, Ryan, you have to be on the show. I'm sorry, you have to do it again." <laughs> but it was a waste of my time last time, Frank. Why Why do I have to be humiliated like that again? He goes because you have to. <laughs> so he's going to be joining us again next week. Uh, Ryan Huck from Extreme Terrain, and good God, can one of you guys fly in and, and work the recorder for me just to make sure that the button works? I almost was going to Tony. Yeah, we'll talk about that because uh, I have some <laughs> questions. I have some questions for you about that. Oh no, I've already, I've already booked my ticket and everything. Oh, okay, good. okay. I because I I, 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 I thought it was a great idea. That would be really, right. really fun. Oh yeah, it would have. All right. No well, anyway, uh, yeah. Next week, Ryan Huck from Extreme Terrain. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and uh, it's finally here. That's the time of year that house. all us Jeepers look forward to. <laughs> I'm not talking about Halloween and the fun-sized candy, because what could possibly be fun about less candy? I'm talking about fall uh-huh. and winter, that one time of year where we could drive our Jeeps without our eyes glued to the temperature gauge, except for you guys <laughs> that live on the, the surface of the sun. Or Texas. All right, boys and girls, I'll uh, chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. God bless you, Nikki G. You understand the XJ overheating pain. You must have needed this every day. I need it! It's the Jeep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep. I bought three of these for the girls and Susie to hold to keep in their vehicles. This is, to hold, to yes. keep in the this is great. Yes, this is great. My husband gave me one too. Now I don't. I don't uh, personally own one of these, but I do believe that they're <laughs> they, certainly handy in in each and every uh, off road kit. No, I, in fact, I couldn't believe how inexpensive these were. Josh, uh, because I I'm was ordering you one right now on Amazon Prime. I'll have it shipped directly to your house. You will die <laughs> well, thinking, in an accident these before are, it comes oh, in. <laughs> 20 30 40 bucks i'm like well you know I oh, can, I, that, that money can go somewhere else you know but no what we're talking about here are the emergency seatbelt cutter and window hammers and the, you can get a two pack of these things with the mounts for less than eight and a half bucks <laughs> seriously <laughs> two in one emergency escape tool provides a window hammer and a seatbelt cutter hard tungsten metal double head hammer for quickly breaking a car door window a sharp blade for easily cutting through a seatbelt, and not your pinky due to the design. A bright orange plastic handle provides a very secure grip and designed to help escape from a sinking, overturned, crushed, or burning Jeep. And uh, it does include a bracket for safe mounting and storage. Yeah, two pack for eight and a half bucks. Come on, you can't afford not to do these. Now, I think this is exactly the same ones that I purchased. And the cool thing about the mounting is it's just two long, uh, pointy uh, pieces of metal on the back. So basically, you just poke it into the carpet. So it, it doesn't oh. mean that you have to, to screw something in someplace or have a, another tool. You just put it someplace close to where you where you know where it is, maybe in the next to the center console or something right there by your hand, uh, where you can just lay your hand down and grab it. Or maybe you want to put one on either side of the of the tunnel uh, so that your passenger has it. And uh, it just it just goes into the carpet, and if you don't like it there, you just pull it out and move it someplace else. So, uh, and I believe it's exactly the same one. I got yellow; uh, the, the, they didn't have red, unfortunately. 
Well, now that you must have a window-breaking seatbelt cutter for your very own, we'll make it easy for you. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the link in the show notes for episode 356. It's a bottle opener on it, though, right there on the end. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to hear a little about some events that are happening in your hometown and around the nation in Wheeling Ware. Wow, we can actually have a fire without having to run a portable AC out here now. Yeah, really. <laughs> in fact, we can have a fire at all without the uh, the Forest Service coming down on us. <laughs> Yeah, you guys need to put that out. You're burning the whole woods down. Let's uh, let's put up the tarp and uh, block the light from the fire. <laughs> so well, no. I got. Oh, go ahead, Josh. No, no, no. I was uh, just gonna f- fluff talk here. I really have nothing uh, of any sort of <laughs> substance or value to add to the conversation, like normal. Well, I. Um, <laughs> That's kind of the whole show. <laughs> I had right. uh, a Sums review it up on nice. Thanks YouTube. Tune in, everybody. We'll see yeah. you next week. <laughs> is this Good the night, award? Everyone. Is this the award-winning YouTube channel? Uh, no, my YouTube channel hasn't gotten an award-winning <gasps> uh, award yet. I know the hell it's, you say. <laughs> but this this re- this review or this question was pretty cool. He says, "Thanks for the great videos. I learned so much more from your videos than any others on YouTube. That made me feel really, really good." Um, but he did have a suggestion for me, and I was going to ask you guys if w- I would see anything if I did this. He asked if it was possible for me to do a video with a camera mounted under my Jeep, sh- maybe under it, showing how the sway bar actually works when I push the sway bar disconnect button. It's, I don't think he's not going to be able anything. to see that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think because so. it's, it's internal. It's it's just a disconnect inside of a box, and you're not going to see anything happen. Just take uh, a just take any- a still image and send it to him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. That's what I was thinking because all the stuff happens inside the mechanism. Correct. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it it is those mechanisms which uh, are notoriously uh, failing on on the JKs right. uh, left and right. But the good thing is is they are very very easy to rebuild, and and so you guys can uh, look up videos and and stuff like that and find out you know uh, you know how to do it yourself and very very easy to do yourself. Basic hand tools, all that's required. So if if uh, whoever you know left that um, left that review on your YouTube uh, is listening. Uh, well, all they got to do is, um, you know, look for some of those videos themselves. Uh, they can see s- sort of how the internals of that mechanism works and how they're laid out and all that sort of stuff. But as far as how it works on the road or on the fly, uh, you're not going to notice anything except for right. the sway bars just sort of moving a little bit more than they were before. Uh, but that, that there's nothing, you know, sexy or interesting going on there. You know, the Tammy. Other- you know, Tammy. You know somebody that uh, does uh, video recording underneath the the Jeep already. Um, Chris CPO he, oh, yeah. he actually has stuff set up where he can look yeah. at it live so you could uh, I mean this may not it may not lend itself to this issue but I'm sure it would be nice to have other uh, videos because you won't see a lot of videos from the underside of a Jeep and, and it can help explain right. things so you right. could you could loosen up some of the steering and, and, and show people what death wobble looks like uh, yeah. and it was, <laughs> oh yeah, that's, <laughs> there's a walk in the park, <laughs> but, but, uh, get, but get with Chris I, and he, he can help you out. I mean, I, I know you're there close by. You can, uh, Chris can actually uh, help you uh, and recommend some uh, waterproof uh, camera. Reach. Three things, three things is all you need. A skateboard, a GoPro <laughs> and some bungee cords. 
And a and small child. Actually, and, maybe, and maybe a small child, yeah. <laughs> I actually have a, a cheapo version of the GoPro that and uh, my husband gave me and it, there's one video that I did where we shot underneath my Jeep. Um, we went testing it out. I just haven't been off road. Was yet this a Jeep related where, video or something? else? Yeah, it was a Jeep related okay. video. It was when we, she didn't get it. <laughs> oh, way, way, way back in the day before GoPro oh. cameras, there was uh, this company out there called Oregon scientific and they, oh, yeah. they had, uh-huh. uh, they had a, um, a little action sports camera or whatever. It had just the worst resolution, absolute garbage frame rate. But I've got one of these dang things uh, still, and it still works. And, uh, and is there occasionally I will go ahead and strap it to the underside of the Jeep or up on top of the axle housing uh-huh. and uh, and get a little video uh, for some fun. It never looks that great, but it's you know it's well, you the need effect lighting. of it all. Yeah, you need lighting for underneath because it's dark under there. Well, it's really the contrast. Oh, yeah. It's really the oh, contrast yeah. from outside to under under the Jeep. Right. So, exactly. So you need lights, you need camera, you need uh, somebody to do the Action. little clipboard. <laughs> so the other thing. Um, You're still going? I don't know where. I, yes, I'm still going. <laughs> are you still here? Yes. <laughs> oh. We always tell you her to talk. You are worse than my family. Um, is I heard, and I don't remember if we talked about this on the Jeep Talk Show or if I heard somebody mentioned this in a comment or something, but I heard that my Rubicon will flex more if I just do the old-fashioned disconnecting way than it oh, yeah. will I think so. with the button. Yes. And I don't remember if we talked about that or, or not. But anyway, just a, a, something I thought I'd throw out there. The other thing is a friend that I went to high school with, he messaged me on Facebook the other day, and his father, and I told him I would throw this out there, his father-in-law is selling his Jeep pickup. It's a 1974 J10 with 24,000 miles on it with a rebuilt Whoa. 401 CI engine. So so not a not a original 24,000 miles, but 24,000 miles after the rebuild probably. Oh, I, okay. I don't know. Um, it would come with a snow plow. So anyway. Oh, I'd like to have that just to cruise around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would get so many sideways looks like, what the? People would be freaking out. What does he know? Yeah, what right. does he know? I, I know. I'm Every pretty Texas sure this prepper in the world. Would just be, I'm, oh, I'm in Houston for the for, for those of you that don't yeah. know. We had uh, actually we had uh, a lot of snow, uh, five inches. That's a lot here. Uh, back in '73 and '74, so this would be very fitting. There you go. <laughs> now I, I think Timely. this Jeep is yeah. up in North Dakota right now. So I think. Maybe. Oh, I'd love to yeah. have a J10. I don't know where I would yeah. keep this stuff. I mean, I need to be a talk show host on the tonight show so I can have this huge warehouse to put right. just Jeeps in. I would have Jeeps and some full-size pickups. I'd love to have me another uh, uh, square body uh, uh, Chevrolet truck. Uh, actually, that'd be, be fun for a tow rig. Mm. Uh, but now, I, I, have, I have one more question for you guys. Um, somebody else made a comment on something of mine on... Um, social media, and it was about my diff covers, and they told me that the reason the stock diff covers, they're rounded, and they're that way for a reason, and I really should be looking for aftermarket diff covers that have that same roundedness, because it has, that's why Jeep designed them that way, to, um, for the 
the flow of the gear oil in there and some of the aftermarket diff covers don't work as well because they're not that grounded. Uh, I'll, I'll have to defer I, to Josh on this. That sounds like bullshit yeah. to me. Well, not entirely, actually. there There is something to what she's saying there. There's actually a couple of interesting videos online where um, some manufacturers put a like a plexiglass uh, 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 diff cover over a differential um, that's you know fill it with oil and and run it and you can see what the fluid is doing and 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 they do different things to it and whatnot and including uh, introducing air into the fluid and aerating that fluid and and watching how the lubrication drops you know all, all the sort of very interesting stuff but she's right as far as you know flow goes the inside of that diff cover does have a certain does play a certain role as far as how you know how the fluid is is reacting or working with the gears inside that differential now is that to say that that solid differential cover or you know um you know that that rugged ridge diff, diff cover that you have on there or something is is harming your differential somehow no absolutely not in fact most different aftermarket differential covers actually compensate for this by moving the fill plug up just a little bit and increasing the volume of the fluid that's in the differential um and and that helps compensate any sort of you know fluid dynamics that the 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 inside the profile of the inside of the diff cover from the factory uh you would you would be losing by running running an aftermarket one yeah okay you, you have riddler uh diff covers on yours right yes yes yeah and in my plug or my plug um yeah fill it's, plug. it's up fill plug yeah it is up higher well, not to mention you also have, you know, a, a little bit of extra heat buffering as well be with the added uh, material thickness of that diff cover as well. Right. So, you, you know, you, there are things that the diff cover is doing that the factory one is not and maybe a little bit of vice versa as well. And, and our listeners right. may not know the those thicker uh, diff covers also stop the, uh, the pumpkin, the housing uh, for the differential from flexing as much. Uh, which is important off-road because you can get a, a pinion, ring and pinion separation uh, depending on how much torque and stress that you're putting on that pumpkin. I mean, you'd probably break something. Uh, before, I was going to say, that would else. be a lot of stuff forces going on. Yeah, it would. Uh, but you, but Tony's right. Yeah, things do flex a lot more than just the tubes, you know, just the knuckles. Yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff going on down there. And, and yes, aftermarket diff covers do help keep things, uh, you know, together and strong. Yeah, it's stronger, so it makes the whole thing stronger. So, Josh, okay. I, I don't know if uh, I put it up on uh, Google Hangouts the other day. Did you see my video with the soft switches? I think I might have missed that one. I know that you were working on on a Raspberry Pi project um, and, and looking at hooking up like some relays and stuff uh, inside the vehicle using a Raspberry Pi and getting some sort of a, some sort of feedback. Did you did you finish things up? Is is it all working now? Well, I mean, it works as far as the the test goes. And the the video which you guys can see over on uh, the Jeep Talk Show YouTube channel, uh, it's it's just a, a quick dirty video of showing a Raspberry Pi with a, a four relay. Oh my God, card. that's dirty. <laughs> Good lord! Oh, well, it just wasn't. It just wasn't as interesting unless you hook, rating on that. Unless you Jeez. hook something up to the relay, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, but anyway, you can go over to the YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash Jeep Talk Show, and uh, see this video. It's a, just a quick, dirty video about uh, these relays that are connected to a Raspberry Pi, which is a, a small, single board computer. And uh, I'm I'm using a screen. I do have a touch screen that that I ultimately would be running this on. So, uh, uh, clicking the buttons, the soft buttons on and off, I would just do by touching the screen. Uh, but in the video, I'm using a uh, you know uh, an actual computer monitor and the mouse to click them. 
Uh, but uh, basically, you, you, you click the images for the switches, and the relay goes on and off, and that's what that, that uh, thing shows. Now, uh, I forget the company that sells this. Uh, I don't know if it's ARB, or I think it might be ARB. They actually have a $700 system Good Lord. that does basically the same thing. Now, theirs is more involved than this is, but the nice thing about writing something on your own is you can make it as involved as you like if you have the time and effort into it. Now, the Raspberry Pi, uh, a kit with uh, all the kind of crap that you need, not just the Raspberry Pi by itself, is around $42. Uh, the the four relay uh, thing, I think, was like 5 bucks. And then there's uh, jumper wires. Everything else is free. I mean, it's software that you load uh, for free on the Raspberry Pi, and the the programming software I'm using is in part of the Raspberry Pi, part of the operating system. So if you if you'd like to do something on your own and not have to uh, buy a ready-made system with touchscreen and everything else for over seven hundred dollars. You can uh, do that with the Raspberry Pi. And uh, if, if I progress on this thing where I get to the point where I think it's something that is uh, uh, worthwhile, I'll, I'll have the information up where you guys can uh, look at it and poke around and uh, see if you can do the same thing. Might even uh, share some, uh, some code with you uh, if you'd like to do that. Now, I, I know Jeeps don't have a lot of room, and it's often quite nice that if you need a lot of switches to turn things on and off, it's kind of hard, kind of hard to find a place to put them. And if you could put them on a touchscreen uh, that's just mounted right there uh, on the uh, the transmission uh, tunnel, uh, and just reach it over there and, and hit uh, a button, maybe press a page down to get more buttons. Uh, boy, that would really be nice. Now, well, that'd be cool to have like your your torque app running. You know, swipe yes. a screen, and you got your switch panel for some auxiliary. Swipe a screen, you got another switch panel for some other stuff. You know, swipe a screen. Oh no, no, don't look at those videos. And we swipe a screen, and <laughs> we got some you know off off road videos going on. You know, some uh, some trail cam uh, that sort of stuff going on. Yeah, really cool uh, stuff. And this technology is becoming so easily obtainable, and it's so cost effective. That if you're any kind of a you know a techie gearhead at all, putting this stuff together is relatively easy and a lot of fun. Oh, also too, I mentioned uh, I'll mention this. Uh, the the other thing I'm doing is I have several sensors uh, that I purchased that they were all uh, like I mean I think the GPS sensor was the most expensive one. All the rest of them are like you know ten bucks or less. Uh, one is a light uh, sensitivity meter or sensor, I should say which uh, if you've ever gotten your Jeep at 5 o'clock in the morning and the Raspberry Pi pops on, it's like, oh, my God, that's bright. So you soon, <laughs> and it's not that bright whenever it's afternoon and you're leaving. So I'm going to hook up a, a light sensor so I can automatically dim the screen. That's going to take a little playing with because I don't want it going bright and, and dark as I'm passing lights. Uh, but that's part of the fun of programming. So I want to put that on there. I, actually, on this test system that I have set up, I have it on there. And uh, I also have a nine-axis uh, AXIS axes sensor, yeah. so it it will measure the X, Y, and Z of your magnetic position, your um, uh, accelerometer position, and, and and I forget what the third one is, but it actually has you have three things on this little G-force, bitty sensor probably yeah, yeah i think so acceleration so you have three things uh, axes that you can monitor with this little cheapo sensor and i'm gonna uh, the idea is to get a, a a cherokee graphic and do the whole uh you know yaw and uh not although i guess it would be raw, yaw, roll and yaw, pitch. pitch and roll yeah. yeah well just the two and but it, of course the gps will give me altitude 
uh hell it might even be fun to have a little uh artificial horizon uh selection there too Wait, you're gonna you're gonna have more telemetry coming out of your 20 year old jeep than an <laughs> f1 car i mean for <laughs> f's sake dude <laughs> when when does it stop but i mean it's fun to play around with i mean these sensors are next to nothing and the software is out there all i have to do is just combine this stuff into one program that will be uh, on the touch screen and just call it up and I can switch to switch to different screens. And when I'm off road, I can actually see, I can even have it, uh, if it gets too far, uh, uh, too far tilted to one side or the other, I can, uh, have it say, uh, shields up, yellow alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> or maybe, only Tony. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe have it uh, trigger a camera. So it captures that rollover, uh, for oh, prosperity. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Launches the drone. <laughs> everything <laughs> i forgot to tell you guys one thing i'm sorry your time has passed uh, all out of opportunities uh, <laughs> we, we actually gave you a bonus one there at the end i know you might not forget uh, <laughs> product my, placement I, I now my my hair matches my jeep i have purple you hair black oh like, oh i was gonna say you because i no. thought you were blonde did you go black I was, no good lord that's a change no. Really, I purple, all, all purple hair? Because I know you had a wig all, that you were rocking for a minute there right. that was all purple. Did you get like, is it all like that? Or Not, did you just do a, no, a couple highlights or streaks or what? Yeah, there's some slices and um, all underneath in the back is all purple. So Tammy, wow. so Tammy does it's the... It's on my Facebook page, Josh. Does, does the carpet match the curtains? Gosh, no, Tony. Shut up. <laughs> Jeez. Well, want to join you know in what? on the campfireside needs- chat, everybody? <laughs> Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and find out all the ways that you can reach out to us, join in on the fun, and, well, offend people. Yes. <laughs> Do what we can. <laughs> we need an eye-rolling sound that I can play whenever Tony makes Hey, look one up. I'll play it. I mean, I'll, I'll have a good cue. I just look at the screen okay. and see Tammy rolling her eyes. <laughs> oh. He usually mentions it. But it was funny how you looked down when I asked that. You know, I figured you would know without having to think about it. <laughs> I had to check really quick. Did they go down there? <laughs> no, I, I didn't pay for that. Wait a minute. <laughs> how did he know? <laughs> All right. Let's get into some events from around the world and maybe even your neck of the woods. And hey, let us know about an event that you have coming up. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and fill out our wheeling wear form. Comes right to us. And well, who knows? You might just get your event here out on the air. We've got the Hump and Bump. You guys know about this one. It happened on November 2nd and the 3rd at the Clark County Fairgrounds in Longdale, Nevada. And we have Badlands Off-Road Adventures presenting, hey, check it out, the Thanksgiving Adventure Run, November 24th in the Mojave Desert, California. You know it. And we'll have links to these and, uh, well, any other events that we've mentioned here at JeepTalkShow.com. Just check the uh, the, the episode check the notes for the episode that you're listening to, and you'll be able to find all the all the information you're looking for. That's it for this week, guys. Until next week, be sure to help us take over the Jeep world and tell a friend about the show. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Hey, Brian, what are we going to do this week? Same thing we do every week, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Podcasting since 2010. 